We also heard some uh, members of the city council barking last night. Barking. Barking. <laughs> yep, that's right. We had a, a round of barkers. Excuse me, Mayor, what are we voting on? Oh, boy. Good morning, Ward 6 Alderwoman Kristen DeSenso, and you're listening to the Council Roundup. Yeah! All right. About an hour and 20 minute meeting last night. Oh, that's a quick one. It's not bad. And uh, Committee of the Whole, and Alderman Tylen was the chair. So he His kept the last uh, ever Committee of the Whole chairing. Yeah, and we'll get to a little bit of a message from a fellow alderman and mm. uh, Tylen's response. But he did keep the train on time, so greatly appreciate that, Alderman Tylen. Ah, uh, but let's get this party started. Woo! Mr. Clerk, Mr. Deputy Clerk, please call the roll. Ah. Frank Lesko not there. I believe this is Michael Sneed. Mm-hmm. Alderman Redpath. Here. Alderman Senor. Alderman Turner. Here. Alderman Flagenzi. Here. Alderman Foster. Here. Alderman right, DeSenter. So everybody, everybody, everybody was there. Alderman yeah. McMiniman. They had their quorum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now it's time for the Treasurer's Reports with Misty Busher. Thank you, Chair Tylen. The activity for the corporate fund in the month of April, we had a beginning balance of $6,035,770. We took in total receipts of $9,083,255. We had total disbursements in the month of April of $7,490,309, which left the corporate fund with an ending balance in the month of April of $7,628,716. Mm. This wow. concludes my report, Chair Tylen. That's a healthy balance. Nice. Seven million bucks. Good deal. Uh, moving on, bunch of ordinances. I mean, they just blasted through stuff okay. last night. So, I mean, we could listen to them read it and say, oh, it's on consent and this, that, and the other. Uh, one of the things they did do is they changed city code to address the Tobacco 21 state law. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so an interesting conversation there pops back up at the tail end of the meeting. We'll get to that. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, hear about um, some unfinished business Something that uh, we thought we were surely going to hear about again, sure enough, mm-hmm. came back up, but not from the uh, usual suspects in this case. Typically, we hear this issue being brought up by uh, one set alderman. Some of the um, maybe um, <laughs> under the... But Alderman McMiniman is not the one who raised this issue again. Oh. It was somebody else. Alderman Redpath. Uh, could you t- give us an update on the hotel project at 4th and uh, Washington, please? Oh, boy. Ready for another conversation about the hotel? Oh, there's a, there's a new wrinkle? There's, there's a new wrinkle. Uh, here's Val Yazel. I spoke with Mr. Williams last week, and to my knowledge, there was still some legal work that's working between legal counsel and their, their, um, their um, legal Team, but so. it's progressing, correct? It's progressing, the, yes. My concern is is that we're t- we've uh, committed to tie up TIF money, and I just want to mm-hmm. make sure if, if the project's slowing or stops that we okay. that we are made aware of that. Right, yeah, makes sense, right? Oh, yeah. I just want to keep uh, keep up with what's going on. Here's more from Val. We've received all the information. Um, we'll be coming forward to uh, expand the Enterprise Zone also, and so we're working on that. We've gathered almost all the information for that. You feel comfortable with th- their progress? I do. Right. I do. Thank you. All right. mm-hmm. Further questions? Oh, oh, yeah, no! Now McManaman's no! in it! No! no! 
He opened that window, and McMenamin's got to oh, take it. Oh, he was looking for his opening. He's he got to take him. it. Come on. I do. Oh, I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Further questions? Oh, boy. <laughs> you, can almost hear, you can almost hear all the other aldermen going, oh, I love it. No. Here's, uh, here's the window open for Alderman McMenamin. Griffin, he says there's no redevelopment agreement on file with the um, city clerk at this point in time. Is that accurate? That's now? correct. Dude. Yes. Okay, I, I'm gonna, I voted no to this ordinance we know, we know. for several reasons, but <laughs> I think it's very inappropriate for the city council to pass a TIF agreement, and we don't see the redevelopment agreement between the city and the contractor. I think that's a unacceptable practice because we don't know what we're voting for if we haven't seen the redevelopment agreement. So he uh, continues on with uh, other issues. This hotel project, which is a $60 million project, yeah had language in the TIF agreement that says that the city council approves up to $450,000 for the developer to purchase what's called the station clubhouse at the front end of the, of the transaction. Once, once funding is complete, yes, once they've got their funding in order. So there seems to be a, uh, 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 there seems to be a difference of understanding of when money is Oh, there's only paid. one person's misunderstanding well, that's coming into play. Here. Uh, does, you know, they, I mean, they got not just this 450000 and they got that from, I remember, it was like $7 million or something like that in tip money. I mean, he's um, talking specifically about the money the, used for to the, for purchase, the purchase the station house. Right. So, you well, know, the they question. They don't get that until they get all their financing and all that stuff in. Or do they get it after construction's completed? Right? I mean, so the question is, when does that money from the city go to these developers? The entire construction project is completed. So my, my question is to the council is, what's the position of the council, council on this? Are we going to pass out One moment, up to $450,000 to the... like to answer the question. Well, he can answer it when I get finished. The question is, oh, well, this God. city council is going to allow $450,000. Hey. Tylen is just See you getting, next Tuesday. It's going to take him that long to get his answer out. Tylen's just getting a little bit of uh, just desserts uh, from years ago when he did this. I believe the other. Oh, I'm not done. <laughs> ah, yeah. All right, uh, McMinniman continues. We passed out to the developer so the developer can take ownership of what's called the station clubhouse before uh, anything else has been done. So that's my question. Alderman Donlin. And Alderman Donlin, uh, the reason he's responding to this is because he had an ordinance to this effect to a degree. Uh, I think the spirit of the council was that the uh, the developer would, once an agreement is in place, would purchase the property and uh, uh, be reimbursed for that purchase. And then the significant, the over $7 million of potential TIF reimbursement would not be made until the project is completed. So yeah. there would be two phases of monies going out. Uh, there you go. Now I understand it. Uh, coming back, we'll hear more about this from uh, Corporation Council Zirkle, uh, more from McMiniman, uh, Alderman Turner getting in the mix here, and more. Uh, and then we'll hear some uh, dog barking and um, final few words. Well, we got more. Is there more Joe McMiniman on this? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, of course there is. Uh, Alderman Redpath also uh, coming back. Cause, I mean, he's the one that opened the window. Yeah. Thanks. So. Thanks for that, Chuck. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, more of the council roundup coming up. 
your source for local news and local talk on AM, FM, and at WMAY.com. News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. Radio you can depend on. 719, that's your time check. Brought to you by Culver's West on Wabash. Try a delicious Spanish artichoke BLT crispy chicken sandwich. Today only at Culver's West on Wabash. High of 73 and rain uh, later. No, what do we got? I'm sorry. Rain this morning. All right, then uh, a slight chance later on this morning. All right, back in a second. This hour of the Ray Light. Oh, we're back. Let's get back with more Council Roundup. Let me just say that I'm extremely disappointed. Now, buddy. Sorry, guys. I don't mean to disappoint y'all. Uh, hopefully, everybody enjoys this program for its uh, informative comedic approach. I'm with Oliver approach. Turner. I'm, um, you're, you're I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed. I agree with you, Doris. Sorry to hear that. All right. Um, so we're talking about the hotel project again. Yes. It's going to have a bowling alley. It's going to have a rooftop bar. It's going to have a whole bunch of clicks and whistles. And we like that. Shindigs. Yeah. And parking. Don't forget about parking. It's going to yeah, have parking. Plenty of parking. Plenty of parking. But it's also going to cost uh, taxpayers $7 million well, and tax increment finance funds for a $60 million project. Alderman uh, McMiniman, uh, using the window that was opened by Alderman Redpath, uh, decided to bring this issue back up. Decides to stir it up. And stir it up. Uh, here's uh, Corporation Council Zirkle addressing some of the questions about when the TIF money would be available in uh, the question of is it available for the purchase on the front end of the club station house or is it only available after construction? Uh, it seems to be that the uh, the, the going uh, narrative here is that um, the money for the station house purchase would be available once financing for the entire project is uh, up for, um, you know, I, I guess above board. TIF commitment was tied to their ability to actually get their financing, right. which they have not done yet. Uh, they've indicated they're working on it. Uh, however, uh, that has not been accomplished. Uh, second, the any monies, actual monies, would be tied to the actual ability to perform, which they don't have yet. There you go. So a little bit of uh, legal speak from uh, the Corporation Council. Here's Alderman McMiniman. As I understand it, the $450,000 would be passed out prior to any construction under the way the uh, ordinance was written. Is that correct, Mr. Corporation Council? The money would be tied to their ability to actually perform when they actually have the $50 million commitment to start and perform the project. So that's before the construction, is that correct? That, that is before the construction is completed. So I, I've got a serious problem with that. I think it's, it's dangerous. I think uh, there's no reason we should give free money to a contractor who then can retain, uh, take the free money, purchase the building, and then uh, ultimately if if the financing falls apart later in time, like it happens with other projects, like with Rick Lawrence, et cetera, then the developer now has got a building free and clear that the city paid 100% for, and that's unacceptable. Hmm. That's an interesting point. I need to know when they're paying that money because that's when I'm going to hit Ryan Bandy up for a loan. There you go. Right there. More from McMiniman. We need an appraisal to establish the fair market value of the uh, what's called the club station house before we pass out any money. Uh, but we shouldn't pass out any money, again, for that building until the construction. To, in, to honor Alderman Donlin's ordinance, uh, we should uh, stick with our plan that we don't pass out TIF money until the project's completely done. 
So uh, they continue debating it back and forth. Um, McMiniman and Redpath uh, hash it out a bit. They thank each other for raising these issues, and they agree to disagree type thing. Uh, here is Alderman Redpath. I, I just don't think it's, it's out of our realm to be involved in the private side of this because they're making their deal. And if we identified that, I get where you're coming from on it. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But the most important thing is, is that we have several steps to go until we complete this project. And one of them is gonna be part of the redevelopment agreement, which I feel confident. Val's doing a great job on this. She's got her plate full over there right now, but she's doing a great job on watching this thing. So I feel confident that we're gonna get to that, that point where this, and hopefully this project will go forward because it's gonna be really good for the city. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 you know, the hopes and wishes come to life and fruition, then. Yeah, we said that from the beginning. Yeah. You hope this thing happens. Yeah. I'll be happy when they start bringing down all the, you know, that parking ramp and <laughs> that eyesore. Yeah, it'll be nice to see um, just a, a kind of refresh of sorts uh, in, in that entire area. Um, if this thing comes together. Here's Alderman McMinniman. Well, I, I thank you for making those comments again, Alderman Redpath, and I, I agree that we need to keep a watch on this project. And then uh, Corporation Council Zirkle chiming back in. So I think we had talked about that. If there's a substantial difference in the project, you know, the, the, the magnitude of it and so on. Uh, and right now, what's really being discussed is the uh, both the little bit of the timing and uh, our uh, position that nothing can happen until they have guaranteed funding. Again, that guaranteed funding is not yet solidified. They have yet to get it all together, according to the Corporation Council. Uh, back to Alderman McMiniman. Basically promised this city council he'd add an additional layer of parking, and that would go oh, into here the redevelopment agreement. So if that is either in the redevelopment agreement oh. or not in the redevelopment agreement, this council needs to know about it and vote on it. That that's goes my to opinion. my comments, Joe, that there's still steps to go, because we all heard him say that, and we agree, and that's got to be in part of that, because that also uh, offsets the additional parking that we're talking about. So th there is. That's part of one of the other next steps, and you agree with yes. that, Val? Yes, absolutely. Mm, then we get Alderman Hanauer wanting to put his two cents in. I don't think that at any point that I'm, I'm aware of that we got involved in what the purchase price of the building is. That's, uh, that, I agree with Alderman Redpath. That's, that's, be, that's a private party issue to me. I mean. Yeah, so uh, the question, of course, you know, do the we. The city can't determine what someone pays for something. That's right. They're not going to jump in the middle of that. But if we're given 450 thousand dollars well i mean that that's what they're in charge of de yeah. determining on what they you know what their stimulus is right <laughs> they're stimmy well you know what i mean but they're they can't they, they stay out of determining they they're gonna have to pay this much blah 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 yeah um then we get to Alderwoman Turner. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed. <laughs> uh she that was not from last no, night. no not from last <laughs> night um but this was spend so much time rehashing and talking about ordinances that we've already passed. Yeah. We can't go back and unpass the ordinance and pass something else. So I, I, I'm, I'm confused. Well, I didn't bring this up tonight. Alderman You've been Turner. minimalized. So I, I appreciate Alderman Redpath bringing it up. I, can't. I just want to see you <laughs> going forward. <laughs> Joe's been chomping at the bit to, to get into this. Like, thank God. Always with, thank always. God Redpath brought it up before I did. Uh. All right, so that conversation's done for now.
Uh, coming back, we will get to new business. Uh, we'll also have a little bit of fun with a giant Lincoln statue that's headed into Springfield. And uh, Alderman and the mayor also uh, barking. Oh, the mayor's going to bark as well. Yeah, we got barkers. Oh, I can't, I can't had, wait for some, this. We had barking. some barkers at the, at the council last night, so stay tuned. All right, it's all coming up in the council roundup. Let's get you some news now on the Real Idol Morning Show. Here's Greg Bishop. With news you can depend on, I'm Greg Bishop, News Talk, 94. Let's get back to the council roundup. All right, so we heard uh, another rehash of the hotel debate coming mm-hmm. back up. It wasn't from Alderman Nick Miniman's time. It's, a, it's a, the even more ver- it's even more boring version of Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> it's the sequel. <laughs> Starring Joe McMahon, but this one stars Joe McMahon. And uh, actually, the sequel had uh, a little bit of a twist. Mm-hmm. Alderman Redpath was the one who opened the window. Yes. All right, uh, let's, shame. let's get to uh, some shame. new business. Shame. Here's Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso. Mm-hmm. Um, as the weather has warmed up uh, just in this past week, I've had three complaints about barking dogs. Oh, no. And we can't do anything about it. I got one today that a dog is let out every morning at 6.30 a.m. and barks consistently for an hour. They don't have anyone they can call. They don't have anything they can do. And we have got to come up with some way to handle this situation. I've brought up animal issues in the past. And I'm not getting into roosters. Um, (laughs) But it's, it's becoming a problem. People's dogs won't stop. I mean, barking. how do you how do you treat a dog so bad? Don't put the uh, dog out. What's wrong with you? It's something that I just I don't understand either. Uh, Megan treat and I were just better. Good Megan and I were Lord. just hanging out on a nice Saturday evening. The sun was going down. We're getting ready to pop on some Netflix, meet some fresh popcorn, sip on some whiskey and wine, and just enjoy the evening. And then all we hear is woof, woof, woof. Dogs talking to each other for hours. For hours, all across the village. What I mean, all the dogs were proclaiming, "Today is the day of which I will bark all night, and you will join me." I don't understand people just putting their dogs outside. What's wrong with you? I people? don't know, man. Uh, I feel her pain, though. Here's Alderman Thailand. Is that when it says 15 minutes of consecutive barking? continuous barking that if the dog pauses to take a drink if the dog pauses to run from one side of the yard to the other that it starts the clock over for their observation 15 minutes mm. gotta be 15 geez disclosed to the officers that it didn't have to literally be consecutive bark 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 for oh. the full 15 that's not how dogs bark yeah well i'm a critic. kind of <laughs> all right there at the moment but everybody's a critic bark 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 for the full 15. That's not how dogs bark. Yeah, well, I'm kind of <laughs> all right there at the moment. But if you'd like to, sh- you know, show me up on it, go right ahead. That's all right. You know. Oh, boy. Uh, then the mayor gets involved in this whole barking debacle. I'll use my own dog as an example. They're just barking for a few minutes. You bring them in. How do they bark? Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And then wait and then does it again. Yeah, it just depends if someone's out there or not. Oh, my gosh. Must be the lake had a turtle on a big turtle person. That's why it was woof woof. It was woof woof. Oh yeah. Bark 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 for the. It was woof woof. What is going on? I don't even know anymore. I'm lost. Is this an official meeting? I mean, for goodness. This actually happened last night.
<laughs> Here's Alderman Donnellan chiming in on the dog barking stuff. Yeah, well, how does your dog bark? Um, I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, what I would want to cop I... out. I don't remember. Come on. Oh, if the mayor's going to bark and Alderman Thailand's going to bark, we got to get some barking out of you. All right. <laughs> it was woof, it's not that hard. Executive bark, 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 bark. See, it's just, you know, you just got to say bark, 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 bark. Uh, here is Budget Director McCarty talking about how this will all be part of conversations ongoing with the Sangamon County Public Health Department, which has the animal control unit the city contracts with. To your point about the, the barking dogs, uh, it sounds like that might be a city interpretation or code issue, so something the council may have to it's tackle if they want to change something. I mean, certainly the county will provide the services, but they won't be interpreting our code, I think, for us. I think we have to provide some direct. So they may have to address the ordinance in the future, the city ordinance, and have um, Sangamon County then comply with that ordinance. Or, as we've talked about in the past, you could just have the city have its own animal control operation. Right, and you know I like that because uh, how much are we give in the county like three hundred fifty thousand. We're paying for the, we're paying for the counties yeah. like quite a bit. The city yeah. of Springfield pays quite a bit for the county public health um, dog catchers. The city of Springfield's more than covering the cost of the. You know. Here's the mayor. When I talked to Brian McFadden, I said, you know, if it costs extra to have uh, you know on call individuals. What's the price? I mean, that's what we need to figure out. So um, that's part of the discussion that Director McCarty will have with the county. So we'll probably hear more about that in the future. Hmm. I thought you were going to play Who Let the Dogs Out. I was trying. Yeah, I was trying. That's what I was trying to play. Yeah, here we go. All right. Let's see if we can do this. Let me see if I can get this mix going. All right. And then wait, and then it does it again. Yeah, it just depends if someone's out there or not. Again, I'm lost. Uh, where am I? Okay, so let's 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 talk about what's going on in the city of Springfield this week, and a lot of promotion, a lot of activities. This is a huge weekend in Springfield. We have the um, bark bark. We have Pride weekend uh, Saturday. There's a parade, and it goes till 10 or 11 at night. It's a blast if you haven't gone. It is also in conjunction with the art fair, the old state capitol art fair, uh, which is a classic. I still wear jewelry that I bought there when I was 14 years old. Should be beautiful. High of 85, sunny skies in the forecast. Hopefully that sticks. We don't get uh, rained on. It's a great day for a parade. Yeah, and for the uh, art fair, too. Um, So earlier I told you how they passed an ordinance to update the city code to match state law when it comes to purchasing tobacco products. Mm -hmm, So they went ahead and put that on consent agenda because it's state law. Now you have to be 21 to buy tobacco products. Alderman Tylen brought it up during um, new and unfinished business. And he had an interesting point here he wanted to make. Back and forth on how I feel about it. I started smoking at the age of 18. I smoked for 10 years, quit in 2000. It's not exactly an easy thing to quit. It is a very addictive habit. And I think that if you've got some people who, especially those that work in the restaurant industry, in a lot of cases, you know, what started me smoking was the other guys told me, he said, the only way you're going to get a break is if you're getting a smoke break. Truth. 
and that's still true to this day in yeah. a lot of the restaurant industries. It's pretty wild. And uh, you guys may laugh, but Places. those of you who've worked restaurants know it. Well, yeah, when you, do, when you don't smoke, so you don't get a break. Yeah, that's how it was when I was that, a server. Listen, that's how it's been in my radio career. The guys who smoke, they get breaks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The guys who don't, yeah. they don't get breaks. Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh... You gotta assert yourself. You gotta say, "I'm gonna go read a book for 15 minutes." And it's the same way in the Something. hospitals. You, you right. listen. Drive behind any of the uh, hospitals. Any of them. Uh, Springfield Clinic. Uh, you'll see. St. John's. The, you'll see them out. The people out back and, smoking. Yep. So you're gonna have some people with some addictions who That's were point, old enough to purchase legally, and now are not. And I'm just. I know it's state law, but I'm wondering if the state law. Normally, when you take rights away from some, they don't normally take rights away. They usually find some way to grandfather those in who had the right before. I didn't know if this was addressed. They did not. Okay. Not That's addressed. all I wanted to ask. Young kids, listen, young kids are not. Well, young kids. We're talking about 18 year old adults. Well, that, to me, they're young. You that's, know. A, that's still an adult. But I'm saying 18. Legally, they're an adult. 18, 19 year old kids. They they don't view smoking the way that we did. For for me, I call them adults under twenty one. I mean, I imagine you smoke between eighteen and twenty one, oh, right? Yeah, are you kidding me? But I'm saying kids nowadays they yeah. they're turned off. They're really turned off by smoking. I think I think you're right. I think uh, younger generation knows it's a filthy habit. My um, da- my daughter is disgusted. Yeah, by it. it's it's a filthy habit. There's yeah. no question about it. Here is um, Alderman Fulgenzi talking about things kids do now when they want to take a break. Alderman Fulgenzi. Now they take a break to look at their phones. That's right. <laughs> uh, yep, that's probably true too. Uh, there's a phone addiction out there. Phone, well, we know phone addiction problem. playing Angry Birds on his phone. Uh, here's Alderman Donnellan uh, talking about all kinds of different stuff here. I can't, actually kind of forget what he was. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is for uh, a departing Alderman. Donald. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I, if I, if I'm correct, it is my understanding that this is your last committee meeting. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And uh, you served on this council for 12 years? Yes, sir. And uh, I just want to, well, first of all, I want to say that uh, tonight is a, I think, a pretty good snapshot of the types of topics and things that can be brought before this council, (laughs) whether it's budgets, redevelopment agreements, or the proper way to bark. (laughs) Uh, You have. That's what I'll miss most. You have have guided guided us through, uh, as chairman and as a uh, council member, uh, you know, good times and bad times, and I know you uh, gave it all your heart, and I just want to thank you for everything you've done oh, for the city of Springfield. Thank you. Very cool. Look at that. I'm applauding with him. I like Chris Tyler. He's a friend of mine, and I... Uh, he's become a friend of mine, and I and I I, I, I think he's been a fantastic alderman. Tyler responds. I, I definitely appreciate that, and I love this city. You know, there's just something about it that this is home. Every time I've gone away, I've come back, and... I love my I love my city. I love the people here, and I want to do everything I can to make this a better place to live. Very cool. Very cool. And you know what? He loves the council roundup. Everybody loves the council roundup. Yeah, I'm saying that Chris Tyler loves the council roundup. I I can always expect a text or, you know, after we make a a, you know a a really good episode like this one. So uh, just got a note here. Uh, the governor and first lady expected to walk in the pride parade this weekend. All right. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, here is more of new business. Scott Dahl, tourism director, with a big announcement. So uh, last week we had a unique opportunity present itself, um, and we've actually been working through it all the way until about 5 o'clock today. Um, and I'm, I think it's good, right? 
Mr. Zorkum? You think we're good? <laughs> are we, are we uh, close enough? Do, do you really have an announcement? I, I do. Uh, <laughs> so we unique announcement, our opportunity presented us last week, and uh, we are bringing to town a 30-foot statue of Abraham Lincoln and his patron. Uh, it'll sit in front of the Abraham Lincoln Museum um, until September 1st, 2020. Boom, look at that. We're bringing a temporary statue in? Yeah. It's been it's really uh, spectacular. It's, it's it's been in Chicago. It's been oh, in Peoria. It's, it's like that. a traveling uh, thirty oh, foot Abe Lincoln statue. It's really spectacular. It's going to be a tremendous uh, tourist draw. I think the tourists that are already planning to have their vacation here in Springfield this year will be thrilled and will use it as a campaign campaign moving forward uh, to next summer. So uh, initially they wanted one summer. We said we couldn't do just one summer because we couldn't get our return on investment. So uh, we are we have it for two summers through September. Congratulations. So nice job. Good job. Look for that announcement to come out. <laughs> Already made. Real exciting. That's that's yep. in partnership with the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library Museum. So the announcement's out. Right. There you go. We looked for it. We instead heard about it. So the announcement's out. A giant Lincoln statue. A giant Lincoln statue coming to Springfield. And then finally, the last action of Alderman Chris Tylen as chairman of the Committee of the Whole. Motion for adjournment. Second. All in favor? Aye. Yeah, he hammered that gavel down. That yeah, gavel he slammed that gavel down. Tell it's his last meeting. Look at that. All right, that's your council roundup. Thank you, Greg. That's council roundup on the Ray Lionel Morning Show. Uh, 7.53, that's the time check brought to you by Culver's West on Wabash. Delicious spinach artichoke BLT crispy chicken sandwich at Culver's West on Wabash. Depend on you.